Oh, good. I am now recording and having fun. This is great. I hope I hope that I can be heard because they, um I have no way to check that right now. Maybe maybe I do. Maybe I just muted myself and unmuted myself. I don't know. There used to be a thing that had a who was talking and would light up, right? Don't know what happened to that. Chat success. Clicking this link will double check to make sure you are connected to the features. Okay. Let's see. Uh, all right. Hey, this is Steve, by the way, and I am ready for Harold on Sunday. And I posted the reminder in Discord like an hour ago. And uh, so there, because Derek was not planning on doing Harold today. So what that means is that maybe nobody knows that there's going to be a thing going on right now. Um, the link in the Discord says that it's happening at 3 Eastern, and I think that's correct, because on reddit.com, I backslash r backslash improv, I put that it would be, um, I don't know, at all kinds of different times. But it's 1 o'clock Mountain Time, where I am. This, is, this would be a great show where I talk about time zones all the time. Anyway, my point is I put it wrong on... Uh, our improv, and uh, so, you know, who knows? Maybe someone will come from that right now. Maybe, uh, I think really, my only hope here is um, what's his name, Chris, coming on in, but uh, we'll see. Maybe, uh-oh, someone put a heart next. Oh, that was just Derek, who's not coming. I'm looking on, no, one, no one's putting any emojis for me on the Discord. All right. Anyway, let's uh, let's while while I'm waiting um, for for someone to to come by, I'll uh, I'm going to answer just you know a few questions you know that get sent to me through Oozbear a lot of times. People uh, people are listening, and I I guess they think that uh, they 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 certainly wrong wrongly they think that I must must uh, be a a font of wisdom and knowledge. So they send me they do send me questions, and so. Let's let's take a look at uh, taking a look at uh, what questions they might ask me and um, and uh, see how that goes here. So I do have a question here from Pierre Howglum, and uh, his question is, is about apples uh, apparently. And he, his question is is about why do people? What it says here that Peter Pierre sent me. It says, hey, why do why do people use those those uh, those tools to cut apples where, where they cut them into little slices all the time. Why don't they just use knives? And uh, Pierre, that's a great question. Thank you for sending that in to me on my Oozbear account, S-T-E-E-V, Oozbear messaging service. I don't know how you send a message. I have sent a message through Oozbear before. But anyway, Pierre, to get to your question, yeah, just use a knife, okay? Don't use an apple. I mean, do use apples. Use them to nourish yourself and your stomach. They are They keep doctors away. Um, I guess if you are a doctor, maybe you can throw all the apples out when you go to the supermarket, but, uh, you should be nourishing yourself with apples. And when you do, please cut them with a knife because that is the fastest way you, it's so much faster than, uh, cutting it, 
one of them with those things that, uh, you know, that have those sections already. No, don't do that. What you should just do, you cut it with a knife. Knife is easier to wash. Those sectioning things are not easy to wash, and I cut myself on them all the time whenever I try to wash them. So thanks for your, thanks for your question, Pierre. Uh, ultimately, I do agree with you here. And uh, yeah, uh, you can, you can uh, uh, let me know. <laughs> Give me some feedback about your question. All right. Uh, we got another, another question here from Carol, the harsh devil Shuckman. Um, I haven't, I haven't really, uh, heard that, that last name Shuckman very often. And there's a interesting nickname there, the, the harsh devil. I wonder, I wonder if Carol's going to get into that, uh, with her question, which is about ease, I guess her questions about ease. Uh, and, uh, her question reads, uh, dear Steve of, of Oozbear, um, wh why is it that, uh, after a hard day's work, when I ease, ease back into my chair, that's when the neighborhood kids want to make a bunch of noise outside and throw rocks constantly at my window and break all my windows. And that, that really upsets me because, because Steve, listen, I'm trying to watch a little bit of, uh, of the, 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 I'm trying to watch, you know, that show on Netflix, which is all about, uh, planes. It's about planes, Steve. So why are they ruined? They're throwing, I'm easing, I'm easing into my chair, Steve, and they're not, they're not letting me just relax and have a good time after work. I worked a hard day at the, uh, ironing board factory, Steve. And when these kids and the, they're all the bullies, they're all the school bullies from the school, Steve. And they're, they're throwing rocks at me while I'm watching the television show about airplanes? Well, that's a good question, Carol. So uh, thank you for writing in to me. Um, of course, you, you must know that part of, part of my expertise here is knowing all about relaxing and just chilling out because I am very much a super chill person. So uh, what, what I would really get at, uh, Carol, is you should do some, um, uh, in, you, you should actually, what you should do, my solution here is you should buy a rubber, a clear, clear rubber, Carol. Okay. That, that you can find that at the hardware store because they sell all kinds of, of uh, products of that nature there. Maybe get some nails and a hammer and you want to, instead of having glass on your window, you have that, you have that clear rubber there. And what, you know, that old saying rubber, wait, people who live in glass houses, rubber bounces off of me that old saying carol so what i'm saying is you put that rubber sheet up in front of where your glasses that those rocks will bounce right right back at those children and and they they may be injured by those rocks coming back at them but i suppose at that point they they do deserve it they do deserve some sort of lesson uh uh about throwing rocks and maybe they will reflect on the type of material that has been used to build their houses and whether they should be throwing stones. So thank you for, for writing in to me, Carol Shuckman. Let me know, let me know how that, that goes down. And if you, if you in the future befriend any, any neighborhood kids who, who are, uh, happen to be in your neighborhood. And I just got, I just got another, another, uh, uh, email in here with someone asking Steve a question. Steve, Steve from Oozbear, the getting a question here from Sung the Repentant Farmer Croco, 
I, I wonder uh, I wonder what he's a repentant farmer about. Um, perhaps you know uh, you know All Hallows Eve was recently, and that's when we have the fall feast of eating all of the crops that grow in the field, the field of uh, you know that you own, that you're a farmer of, and perhaps Croco here was a little bit uh, sung Croco was a little bit late in planting that food, didn't didn't have anything to harvest when when the Hallows Eve came around and was was unable to feast upon that bounty as we all do on or wait is that am i mixing up a thanksgiving with halloween indeed i am halloween is for spooks thanksgiving is the one where we eat our bounty either way i'm sure sung croco doesn't need any uh doesn't have a question about farming uh as that appears to be the way that he makes his repentance living so uh, let's get to the question oh he's got a question here about loans uh, and his question reads, uh, Dear Steve, from uh, who, who, who I know from Ooze Bear, from listening to Ooze Bear, Dear Steve, uh, there uh, I have I have uh, lost my thumbs recently from the loan shark who came by on his. Listen, Steve, I keep playing the the numbers, uh, and if you don't know what the numbers are, Steve, uh, what you do is someone literally just walks around the uh, neighborhood. Or as it as it as it is known, the you know like the crime the crime neighborhood when the neighborhoods are cut, divided into crime zones. Anyway, the, the someone walks around the neighborhood crime zone and they say to people, "Hey, uh, pick a number here, and like if you get the right number, you will make some money." And uh, the usually the people who do that are the crime people. The that's right, the mafia was mu very much involved in that. So. Uh, anyway, I was playing the numbers one day, Steve, and I, of course, picked the number that I'm always looking for, uh, which is, uh, let's see here. Um, well, I mean, Steve, listen, why don't you, if you were to pick a number, you'd pick a random number, I'm sure. So, oh, here it is, here. Oh, I've always picked two, of course. The random number of two would be, Steve, the one that I always pick. And listen, Listen now, hush, <laughs> hush, and let me tell you about how I, I picked the number two while playing the numbers, and I lost. I lost Steve, and I, I did go up to the, the loan shark, and I said to him, please don't take my thumbs. I'd, I'd prefer to, to owe some money to you for, for, for some time. I only have a uh, hundred to pay off, and I, I uh, know it's I know it's a two hundred dollar debt uh, when the, when you uh, when you miss on the numbers so I still owe another another two I owe another one single Benny Benjamin Benjamin Franklin to you number guy a number guy loan shark so please let me pay that off later and then he said with a wink in his eye and a glint in his beautiful pearly choppers. No, no care, uh, no, no, son, Croco, you stupid farmer who can barely earn any money and you're repentant all the time. I'm taking your thumbs, and that's how we do business. Uh, so, Steve, my thumbs are gone, and anyway, I just wanted to know, without my thumbs, how how am I gonna how am I gonna type? type uh, questions and other other assorted uh, typing needs into my computer that I use to farm with. Sometimes I give my computer uh, commands in order to make the farm, the farm machinery work, Steve. So without the space bar, 
how are they going to uh, delineate between the different words when I write them in? Thanks. I'll take my uh, question off of the air. Your good friend, the repent farmer, Sung Krako. <clears throat> Oh, well, that's a great, uh, that's a uh, real good question. And just for you listeners, so you know, all of uh, that entire uh, email sent by Sung Krako to me, Steve, Steve from, that you know, from Oozbear, uh, various recordings from Oozbear, the, the entire uh, email he did send was, was, did not have any spaces. So, so uh, congratulations to me for being able to decode that rather easily uh, and read that to you because that was a trial as I was reading that. Um, but to get to the, the, the question, what should uh, Sung Krako do if he can't use the space bar because he doesn't have any thumbs because he lost them playing the number two in the numbers game in the Crime Zone Mafia? Is that what Sung Krako should do is just, um, you know what, hit enter or hit return instead of hitting space bar? That way, he you can see all the spaces between his words and this is great we have mesh here hello mesh oh i don't hear mesh hello hello mesh how are you doing today i'm i'm good how are you i'm doing great uh i was the only i was the only one here oh okay I see. So, so mm-hmm. I don't know what you heard, but I was, I was reading some questions. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, uh, uh, did you find the answers? Um, there were answers, and. Uh, mhm. Mhm. <laughs> Here, do you yeah. want to? You want to? You want to? You want to answer a question? You want to? You want one? Sure. Here, you got one. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this question, of course, um, you know, Mesh, as, as I've been on here, and you've, you've probably get this from time to time too, right? Where someone sends you a question on your Oozbear account. Um, and, I, and I got one from Lemuel. Oh, yeah. I, got you, I got one from Lemuel, the modest telephone von Segern. But you can probably okay. answer it. You can, you can probably figure this out. Mm. And it turns out the question is about telephones uh, today. Um, so... Uh, and uh, let's see, the question says, uh, dear Steve, uh, who I know from Oozbear slash also if Mesh is interested, he can, he can answer too. So that's good. I mm-hmm. guess Lemuel knows that you might be the one answering. He's, he's saying, uh-huh. he's saying all my, he's saying what he's, Lemuel is saying is, <laughs> dear Steve and Mesh, I want, my friends keep telling me that I, I use the word telephone and they, keep, they make fun of me for being atavistic and using too old of a word. What what should I do? <laughs> uh, well, well, uh, Lemuel, um, I I, uh, I suppose with a nickname like the modest it telephone. Is the, it is the modest. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, this is a great question, Steve. Uh, I think Lemuel uh, is really speaking for many people that are. Mm-hmm. You know that are behind the times, calling this device a telephone. Yeah. Um, because when you say telephone, most people they think of an old rotary phone. You know, that's mm-hmm. the image people have in their mind when you yeah. say the word telephone. 
Or rotary. Um, yeah. When you say the word rotary, some people think of the Rot Rotary Club International. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, I've always... Like, there's a bunch of these clubs, like there's Rotary Club, there's, the I think, the Kiwanis Club, the Lions Club. Shriners? Right? I don't Shriners? know. I, don't... I mean, I, I mean, yeah, there's, like, these kind of, like, Freemasons. And I, Freemasons, I mean, Freemasons are, I mean, yeah, I guess that also kind of counts. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just, it just kind of harkens back to, a, like, a different time in America, I guess. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I just feel like. I don't like it just makes me think of like Americana like the 1960s mm -hmm. and like you know like dad goes to the rotary club to, yeah. you know for to, and yeah. his civic duty I don't yeah. know <laughs> and they got they got that bar there uh and they have that long line of all those rotary phones sitting at the bar and they yes sit, yeah <laughs> like uh it's like you when you turn the dial of the first phone, it's connected to all the other phones. So you can, mm -hmm. it's kind of like a, an, that was an old school way of doing a group call where wow. you dial one phone and they all dial the same number. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So it's really like you're talking to the number. Yeah. So if I wanted to call you, like I would have to on the rotary phone stick my finger in the hole and make it go around like on the number three, and then like on the number four, and then number seven, and then seven, and then eight, like and then you would know to yeah. do that too. Well, I mean, yeah, you don't I, give my whole phone number out on yeah. on on Uzbear, No. But but <laughs> right. right. Private. And then <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean to answer Lemuel's question, um really uh I, I think we haven't yet settled on a new word yet um uh, that will bring that device into the twenty first century. I'm talking of course about the rotary phone. Um, right. Cause, cause it, dumb phone is stupid because <laughs> the rotary phone is pretty smart looking in my opinion. Oh yeah. I mean the original I mean like, you know, those original 1930s designs you know those those prem premium art deco back then you know mm -hmm. and, like, and but it's not anymore it's not art deco anymore back then it was right <laughs> it, uh, it's more left left uh in the kind of gross unwiped shelvings at the goodwill deco right <laughs> but which which is its own, you know, which deserves its own chapter in the yeah. in the in the design annuals, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I kind of feel bad about making fun of the people at Goodwill because sometimes, sometimes that's a a job that's, you know, offered to people who can't get jobs elsewhere. So I didn't mean to say that, but sometimes they are dirty those shelves. I I mm -hmm. feel. Mm -hmm. Um. You know. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they provide a, a service. I mean, they're they're a business. I mean, they're for profit yeah. mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. I mean, are they a nonprofit? Is Goodwill a nonprofit? I don't even know. I I I I thought they were a business. My understanding was that they're a they're a little bit like the name confuses people a, a little bit. But I thought it was yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I thought the same thing. Yeah, like, like they're yeah they're not they're not like what the Salvation Army is, but yeah, they, it's a similar function. Although I've heard you know I I heard that um um a lot of uh, I, actually I watched this documentary on YouTube um uh, uh, like it's uh they it was a German documentary but they have the Salvation Army in Germany too and apparently it's very common people in Germany to donate their clothes to the Salvation Army thinking it's going to needy people. But apparently the Salvation Army bundles up these clothes and sells them to a massive corporation um, that basically profits on donated clothes. And they, and they, what they do is they take the nice clothes and they sell them in Eastern Europe and the Middle East. And then they take the, the worst clothes and sell them in Africa and South yeah. America. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that kind of too. Right, and, and and the documentary went followed the clothes to I think Tanzania, and it showed how you know you can't you basically can't compete with basically the these clothes that are sold by weight practically, yeah. and uh, so the the local garment industry was completely decimated and like thousands of jobs were you know were lost and you know, so yeah I saw I saw the most bizarre movie. Oh, we're gonna figure out while you're while why you were late in a second here, Mesh. But I I just gonna tell you about this mm-hmm. movie I saw, and it was, oh man, it was it's like it was uh, it was on Amazon, and I think it was like called like R- Robot Three, or something along those lines, or Android Three. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was it was an Indian film, and like, it it was it was basically like, you know, batteries not included, or, um, you know, as a human uh, being. I- I think I've heard of this. It's, it's it's like a yeah. It's like a series. Like you said, it's the third one. And it's like yeah, a, you've heard of it. I knew there were two. I I've seen. I think I've seen clips of it on YouTube. Actually, it's just but yeah. Co- continue. Totally bizarre, <laughs> and one of the just. I mean, because it has these kind of like you know little scenes which you'd expect in a movie where it's a female who's the robot and she just does goofy things because she's a robot or whatever and it's like also like guys are trying to break in and steal something for her or something but one of the weird things about the movie is through throughout it everyone is wearing all of these marvel clothes like it like it doesn't it doesn't make it it's not a marvel movie at all it's not it's certainly not related to it but like er, like it's like they they must have got it from like goodwill or something because they're all wearing it and it's, it's so strange hmm. and then yeah one of the characters does a weird thing to a dog that i'm upset about but it's just it's just so weird <laughs> and and that like yeah i don't know i don't remember i think she t- she like t- for some reason for some robot reason that is completely did not make any sense she talked directly to the dog's crotch for some reason and i didn't it was just upsetting <laughs> the whole thing <laughs> And then, yeah, uh-huh. and then, yeah, and then the end yeah. is nice. With it was like a a barbecue kind of like not a relay race, but like like a like a picnic kind of championship thing where the robots competing, and it's totally stupid. Hmm. But yeah, it was awful. <laughs> okay, the the movie I was thinking of, it's probably not the same movie. But there's a movie called This. Empty oh yeah, which apparently means robot. Yeah, so I've seen this one. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's so it's a different film series apparently or something. I don't. Know. Yeah, no, this one's awesome because it has a whole bunch of. Uh, it's called Ethrain. If, if Entheron, I get Entheron. Yeah, 
Is yeah. That a gift <laughs> uh, apparently, but yeah, like it has a lot of very meme-worthy special effects. So. Yeah, yeah, almost <laughs> over-the-top robot stuff, and it's it's a very much a. I don't know. Is this? I don't know. I don't want to say it's Indian, but it's certainly. It's Tamil, but it's like that whole genre yeah. is a lot like uh, the American movie. Um, uh, I don't know, but they always have. It's like they, it's like multiple different types of movies. So there's always this, like that movie. I think is like sort of action a little bit at the end, but it's also like just there's a whole comedy section, or they usually have like an entire music video, basically where all of the cast sing. Yeah. Stuff. And, yeah. This, this, yeah. This is common in like Bollywood and stuff where they, they kind of make mo- they try to make movies where there's like some literally something for everyone in all in the same movie as opposed yeah. to like <laughs> different genres. I guess. I mean, they still, I guess they still have different genres, but like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, there's something else. And, and the comedy is just always never good. <laughs> And it's like, it's just, yeah, huge tone shifts. And it's, I don't know. If an American yeah. film did, did those tone shifts, there would be a reason. But it seems like it's just what it is. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just literally like, okay, oh, you know, we've, we've been going for, for five to ten minutes with the drama. Time for time to liven it up a little bit, you know. And like, yeah. And like, it's, you know, like, Although I guess uh, movies... American movies sometimes do. Like, I'm thinking of, like, what was I? I, Do you know the movie Last House on the Left? That movie does that. Mm. It's an old. It's an old. I haven't seen it, but yeah. What is it? Anyways, it's a a horror movie by the guy who did um, Nightmare, or not, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. What's that guy's name? Uh, Oh, okay. But anyway, and I met the the guy who's in last house on the left, the villain, I met him at a, whatever, a function at a drive through, not a drive through a drive in theater. Um, Wes hmm. Craven is that director I'm trying to think of. I couldn't think of his name. Oh, Wes Craven. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, never mind that. So why were you, why were you late mesh here? What? Uh, well, I was, In a chariot race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And my mm. chariot crashed. Right. And uh, yeah. did did like a kind of older sort of um, mentor type type kind of character? Uh, did he wager on you to win? With a, with a chance cube? Oh, he might he might have. Oh. It, really? He might yeah. have. He might. He he he. Did he wager with a local slave owner? Mm-hmm. To for your freedom? Uh. That that might have that might have occurred. Really? Really? <laughs> Uh-huh, okay. Uh, it, I mean, it's 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 hazy. Uh, you know, I <laughs> really. You know how th- you know how things go at chariot races. They, they, right. It's just a whirlwind. Was there of a trade? Emotions. 
Was there a trade dispute on another planet? <laughs> oh. Hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm just mixing. You know what? There's a few. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't on another planet. We'll just okay. we'll just call it. We'll just say it happened a long time ago. Okay. All right. So you weren't you aren't you aren't Anakin Skywalker? <laughs> no, I I I felt like that's where you were going. <laughs> so you, you're. I, the only thing literally I know about this film, so did you, you, did you Ben hurry around the track <laughs> over and over? Oh, I, I, I done been hurrying okay. around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I, I literally actually ha- Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I don't, I don't, I haven't actually seen this movie. I, I've uh, only, I, I read, I read the abridged version of the book when I was a kid. Huh. But uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was a book. Is it an old book? I, I, I think it's an old book, isn't it? I don't know. 1880. 18, okay. Well, the the part I remember most about the book is how um, so Ben Hur, like he was a slave at one point in, in the Roman Empire and he uh, he was on a slave ship and like he oh, right. like you know they would row the boat and like something I remember was like what well, something that set him apart is every time they went to row the boat he would pick a different side you know like most of the slaves would always pick the same side and they would and their back would get all effed up mm-hmm. because they would they they would always they're only they would develop the muscles on one side of their and so he was different he would switch sides. And I was I was thinking like you know back in those days, like that would be like like just something as simple as that would be like something that sets somebody apart you know like mm-hmm. like well oh, he's he's really thinking you know this guy yeah. really you know got some c- cognitive ability you know critical thinking skills or something I don't know I I I wonder if that's true because it seems it seems to me like that would be a little bit obvious to do. I mean, have you ever, have you ever gone canoeing? Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess it would be obvious, but I, I mean, but I, I mean, apparently a lot of people went their whole lives and didn't do that. Hmm. Maybe you get, you get all buff on one side and then you're just like, you're all set, but then you can't do anything else. Yeah. And, I, oh, good. Oh, I was going to say, the only other scene in that movie I know is, like, he gets w- water from Jesus when he's in the desert or something? Yeah, there's something like that. Well, he meets Jesus. Why? I I think, I mean, I think he meets him a couple of times. Like, he meets Jesus when he's getting crucified also. Um, oh. But, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The only reason I know that is because of The Simpsons, because... Mr. Burns makes a movie where he's Jesus and gives water to Ben Hur. Oh, oh yeah. I, well, I think yeah. That I think like when Jesus is doing whatever, like the stations of the cross, like he's 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 carrying the cross, mm-hmm. and like Ben in this kind of fictional story, Ben Hur like offers him water when he falls down or something like that. I, I don't 
yeah, I don't know. Uh, I was looking for like th this thing with the rowing the boat thing reminded me of something. I'm gonna put this link in the chat here. This so I was thinking about this. Like there's apparently you know there's, there's this picture that went viral a few years back where like a truck driver that was a truck driver for I don't know however many years like accumulated skin damage on one side of his face because I guess that's the side facing the window on the truck and uh, yeah. like <laughs> yeah I mean I. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah, I mean, not, obviously, I don't have anything like lasting, but like I would always get sun tanned on when I was a driver. When my job was being a driver, I, I was mm. a taxi driver. But oh. yeah, that, I thought about that maybe, but I, I knew I wasn't going to do it for my whole life. Right. <laughs> yeah, twenty-eight years. Hmm. So mm -hmm. he he couldn't. Yeah, I guess they they have no option to change the side that they're on when they're driving. <laughs> yeah. Well, that I mean, I guess solution, the solution is sunblock, everyone. Right. Tinted windows. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so I can tell you a little bit about why why I was late. Okay. I. Great. Yeah. Um, well. What happened was uh, this uh, guy, you know, <laughs> guess, came uh, came in and he, he had a bit of a problem. Uh, his uh, his his uh, I think his wife might have been cheating on him, and he he asked me to to sort it out. Um, and I I did a little bit. I I you know scoped things out and I talked to his wife. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but then it turns out this guy. I think who hired me, like, uh, uh, ended up being uh, wanted for murder of his boss. Um, oh. Yeah. So, uh, but I kind of uh, he, he was when he was when he was hiding and on the run, he um, he he kind of convinced me that he was actually innocent and I needed I needed to solve the crime here. Um, I mean, we were we were actually handcuffed together for a little bit, and. Uh, like, you know, so I had to hear him, to hear him out, basically. And it turns out, um, so I, I, I went back to, it, his, his, his people are actually a little bit persecuted. Um, and so I went to, 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 to where they live. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, we, kind of, we kind of investigated around there. Um, and it turns out uh, the local... Uh, um, the local judge actually had... had uh, had uh, made it appear like um, my client was the one who was guilty. Um, mm. so we kind of had a had a duel in a factory. Uh, well, did um, okay. So you say you were handcuffed together. Yeah. Person that hired you? I think so. I think that's how it goes. Either way, he came to back to my office. I'm of course a detective, and he was mm -hmm. he was looking for help, and he he handcuffed us together. And basically, by the time we got free from each other, he had convinced me to help him out. Mm hmm. Uh. Hmm. 
he works he works in the inter entertainment industry. Uh -huh. I, what? Mm -hmm. um, were either of you wearing sunglasses? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Let me be, let me be, he uh, he worked in the entertainment industry, I, I suppose, as an actor. Although you could maybe classify it as something else, but basically an actor. And uh, his boss, of course, ran ran the studio. <laughs> yeah, and his wife is really gorgeous. Um, and I think there's a little bit in there where it it may look like she's the one setting him up, but it turns out that she's not, and she's trying to help him the whole time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they're and they're part of a class of a, a class who are who are being who are are basically second class citizens in the in the story. But one of the things, one of the things is that these types of citizens, these types of uh, the characters who are being persecuted, they can't, they can't die until the guy who set, who set up my client figures out a way to kill them. Uh -huh. He has a special way, he has a special concoction that he can use on them to kill them. Uh huh. Well, now these these people that are persecuted. Mm -hmm. Can they? Can can they? Are are they? Uh, are they allergic to the sun? No, no. In, in fact, I guess one of them is the sun at a certain point in the movie. Is that all? Uh. Is that all? That's what I, <laughs> what I said is true. Uh huh. And um, one of them provides transportation throughout the film, and just kind of a smart aleck. Oh, um. Is now is is this persecuted character? I, I couldn't hear you for is, a second. Oh, is this persecuted character? Uh, uh, does uh, he wear red overalls? Yes, he does wear red overalls. <laughs> uh -huh. Um, and when you met his wife, w did you expect her to look different than what she was, what she oh, looks like? Yeah. I mean, her last name is Rabbit. <laughs> I was expecting a rabbit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, She's that's gorgeous. a common mistake. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh yes. Uh, during your misadventures with this character, did you have to go to a place that you swore you would never go back to? 
mm-hmm. the town where he where he's from. <laughs> Bad memories there. Yeah, my brother died yeah. there. I, I or my brother died because of one of these persecuted types of characters. <laughs> uh, wow! Well, did you did you find out who framed this this rabbit? Yep, it was Christopher Lloyd. Spoiler oh, okay. alert. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose. That movie's complicated if you think about it for a kids' movie. Yeah, a lot. I, a lot of people uh, like a lot of times when you see like a like um like an on, a, on an internet forum or Reddit or something like people say like oh what's your most disturbing memory from a movie and like a lot of people will bring up that shoe that was killed in the acetone or whatever like yeah and the dip yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's pretty bad I guess. <laughs> I, that one yeah, that, me. Yeah, but that's, yeah, that that one didn't really register for me as like a like something disturbing. I mean, it was obviously like kind of disturbing, but it didn't really re- like freak me out as a kid or anything. But, it's yeah. pretty clear <laughs> that that shoe is terrified, and it's completely <laughs> innocent. You're right, and it's helpless. And <laughs> and, the, and the only reason they do it is because uh, I guess they have to set it up that a that these characters can die. Mm-hmm. And that B, it's just it's like a normal thing that's set up early in a movie, just so you know that it's going to happen. Like, and you have to do it visually, so you have to kill a tune at that point when you're setting it up. Right. I guess. Yeah, and it's been a while since I've seen it. And I, I I feel like it was maybe no. painful too. Like, <laughs> I couldn't hear you. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I was I was gonna say it's been a it's been a while since I've seen it, but I I feel like it like the way they showed it like it was sort of as it was going into it it like was like it like it was painful you oh, know yeah. like it was so it was like so you know it died a horrible painful death and <laughs> sentient <laughs> shoe <laughs> I know, it's completely innocent. It's got big eyes it's cute <laughs> it is messed up Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, let's do. Let's do this. Uh, I like just uh, going into different characters. Um, I call mm-hmm. this character, I call this character generator. I don't know. Basically, you just do a, a, a character, and uh, you do different characters. You say stuff out of that character, and I keep saying yeah. next. You go to another character. You, you do a few characters, and then I'll start a scene whenever our Whenever I feel like stopping you with that character, I'll you'll stay in that character and we'll just continue the scene. Um, once I oh, feel like okay. So oh, I'll right. give you I'll give you a noun here, um, and then just use that noun to do a character and a voice and everything, and I'll say next, and then you you can use the suggestion again or not or whatever, um, but you just have to change character after characters after that until a scene starts. Uh, so here we go, and the noun is Bell. Uh, here I am, just waiting for the bell to ring. Ah, uh, I wonder, I wonder if I'll ever 
have the courage to skip school like Tommy did. Next. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's been a disturbance. As you can see, we are dealing with forces that we do not understand. There is more that we can say, but there is even less that we can do. Next. We've... <laughs> Uh, welcome to the Bell Emporium, where we have all kinds of bells for your bell needs. School bells, uh, dinner bells, cow bells. Come on down for all those bells. Have you ever wanted to ring a bell? <laughs> well, we have the bell for you. That was great. Next. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, sir, we have, uh, word that, um, the radar signature is, uh, a swarm of drones. They have come to the, uh, to negotiate with you for their uh, existence as sentient beings. All right, well, open the bellows and let's, let's bring this submarine to the surface. Yes, sir. Now, oh. the, uh, the, the, these sentient drones, they have... Uh, they, all they all they want is freedom, sir. It's not just their freedom. I, I, if I understand them correctly, I believe they also want uh, the ability to fly humans into the sky to take pictures of the ground. Uh, they say it's. Let me say there, Jetson, uh, that is some great radar interpretation that you're doing there. <laughs> you're getting that all from the radar screen. Yeah, no, this is, they're, uh, you know, they're flying into different formations, which uh, I am interpreting, um, you know, it's, you know, I've, 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 uh, I've, I've been, I've been doing this a long time, sir, you know, I, I've, this is well, it's really an art form. I saw on your resume, Jetson, that you're a master of uh, crypto-linguistics. Yes. Uh, I, it, it's not so much of a... I mean, it, was, I was, it was kind of a double major. It was that and oh. interpretive dance. And I feel like I use the interpretive dance uh, knowledge yeah. more uh, than the crypto-linguistics. Yeah. I'm, oh, you don't got to tell me, Jetson. I always enjoy your Sunday night reviews down in the mess. <laughs> oh, Thank you, sir. I mean, I, I mean, I, you and Marsha from accounting are the only ones that ever attend. But yeah. I, you know, I, I, I feel like some some of the other folks at the base are coming around. Hmm. Well, good. I, good. That's that's always what I say. And you know what, Dutton? This this group of flying sentient drones 
may just be a new audience if they also, uh, you know, are interested in in humanoid dancing. Sir, I, I never thought of that. Do you think if I went on top of the ship and and did some some interpretive dance that they would be able to understand and we could communicate that way? Well, you know, you know what, Detson? I say we put our best tap shoe forward and make that the plan. See. Well, sir, what, <laughs> sir, what, 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 would you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to see. Yeah. There it is. All right. Very great. That was awesome. You, w- w- would you like to... Uh, would you like to do some character? Char- I, f- I feel like you're you're probably a lot better at <laughs> coming up with characters. Do you want do you want to come up with characters and I say next and then we yeah. do another scene? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's okay. But let me give you a something. I guess some something to play off of. Uh, let's do this. Reality and, TV. Oh, Mm. And this, I don't. Hmm. 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 Okay. <sighs> right. Well. Now I've 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 never been out of the city, ever, and uh, being out here in the in the bush is it's been pretty difficult. But I feel, even though I feel sick, and I feel like I'm gonna pass out, I feel like all of this dirt that I ate, America. <laughs> This dirt will nourish me, and I'll I'll be able to make it to the next round. And by God, I am going to vote out Jessica. <laughs> so, uh, what we have here um, is is it's it's dirt. And if you dial in to one eight hundred Home Shopping right now, you can buy this lovely dirt and you can use it for whatever you want you can put it in the pot and it will become a flower this <laughs> next <most> look- <laughs> so uh you okay maggie you're going out there to the to your middle school and you're being the flower in this school play and you're making your dad proud okay because when i was a kid i went to the same exact middle school and sure i was cast as vegetation too I was a carrot, Maggie, but I made the most of it, all right? And I, I stood perfectly still the exact way that carrots do and didn't say or do anything. And I made my old man proud, okay? And it was the one time, the one time that he let me sleep not in the tool shed for one night, okay, Maggie? So you go but, out there. But, Dad, Dad, I... But I, I was talking to my therapist, and she said that it's not healthy for you to live live out your dreams through me. You know, really, me, you know, Doctor. Maybe I. Yeah, she said, she said if you know if if you had achieved certain things in your childhood. I don't necessarily have to live up to that. And if there are things you didn't do, I don't have to do those things to make up for it. You know, I didn't want to be a, a, a tree or a plant, hmm. you know, dad. What, I, what, 
Maggie, what you and Dr. Schwab are confused about is that I didn't not succeed at being a carrot. I did succeed at being a carrot. Yeah, so, but so that doesn't make any sense. I don't need you to live out that success. I had it. So, so what do you what do you want from me, Dad? What why do you want to see me as a plant? What is what's in it for you? Well. First of all, Maggie, by the way that you're drooping right now and your petals are all dangling there, yeah, yeah, you don't uh, have any energy. You don't seem like you're enjoying your life. Well, and I, I mean, I, I was the only one that tried out for that part. Nobody else even tried out for it. They, they, they said that normally they just give that part to whoever, whoever doesn't get any other of the any other of the roles. You, you could have not been cast, Maggie. I mean, it's just like I could also at the same time not hire Dr. Schwab to give you any more uh, uh, therapy sessions. And then, you know what, Dr. Sh to Dr. Schwab, that would be a failure. But you being in the play and being a, a flower, that is a success. Okay, Dad, listen, Dr. Schwab is literally the only thing between between us and me having a total meltdown on social media and obviously it's going to be embarrassing for you and the whole family and I know you don't want that well maggie if you're getting all all hot and bothered about this i can take your watering can here and sprinkle you a little bit then we okay. won't have a meltdown <laughs> well, you know what? I'm. I, 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 you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna be in that play. I'm gonna be in that play, Dad. And I'm gonna show, show the world how, uh, how I can be a plant. You know, and it's not gonna be the way you were. You know, I know they still talk about how you, that carrot performance you did. You know, twenty years ago. But I'm going to make my own legacy. Well, uh, great. I'm glad you've blossomed enough to agree with me <laughs> with going on stage. <laughs> and and uh, what about therapy? Are you going to let me continue therapy sessions? Uh... Yeah, I mean, I might have a little talk with Dr. Schwab, but uh, I don't know. I feel like they're working now. You're 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 gonna do it. So that's all I wanted. Wait, what? Why did you pick Dr. Schwab anyway? What, I mean, when I said I needed a therapist, you immediately said, "Oh, I know the just the right person." Right. How do you how how do you know Dr. Schwab? Well, well, Maggie, I had there were kind of like a tryout session for all of the various therapists that are, you know, fall under our insurance. And I kind of looked at how they, how well they did the kind of therapy thing. And eventually I got down to one that I really felt like, you know, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't be accepted as a therapist by anyone else. So I decided that she should be our therapist. Otherwise, she would just be left on the sidelines, not doing anything. 
Huh. So, do, what did did uh, I mean? Did did you do all this before I even said I I anything about a therapist? Well, well, I did. Uh, I I well, what uh, made me get a therapist was I saw you. You tore a flower out of the ground and you were ripping its petals out. And that just kind of self-destructive, childish act and daydreaming about a future you may or may not have with some boy you had a crush on. Clearly, emotional issues going on there, Max. Well, what about the... So, wait, so, you know, you talked about the flowers. I mean... After I did that, you said we needed to do a whole a whole makeover on the garden. How, mm-hmm. how did you pick? How did you pick the gardener that that you hired? I right. mean, literally within hours, they were already there working on it. Mm-hmm. Well, what I felt was needed with the gardener uh, was someone who typically would be just bullied by all the other gardeners. And I was moved to feel, you know, but I, I wait until my, my, uh, my sympathy and empathy is moved before making the hire there. So our gardener is just the smallest, tiniest kid out in the, gar- in the gardening uh, uh, occupation world. When I went down to the garden uh, center. Uh-huh. Dad, this might be a weird question, but... Were you, were you popular when you were in high school? Well, I've always felt that my performance as the carrot went so well that I should continue to be wearing that carrot outfit and at various social functions with my peers. And well, you know, let me tell you, I was, I was definitely invited to places. I went to, I went to the, the, the pool parties and I went to the, um, the ice cream socials. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't, I, I got a lot of laughs. Um, I felt like I was always, a, a you know, someone to, to keep your eye on a, a spectacle sort of, you know, um, but you know, I didn't, I didn't get to know anyone real well. It was just sort of a, sort of a laugh towards me sort of relationship I had mm-hmm. with most Well, I mean, I know, I know, I know the fact that you invented the carrot tie, you know, with mm-hmm. like the, with like the, you know, it's like all orange, but it has like the green part for the leaves. Mm-hmm. I know like that opened right. a lot of doors for you. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, wow. it's not like I'm not, not grateful to that. I know it's helped our family, you know, mm-hmm. a lot. That's why yeah, I have all but, the time to hire people. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know where we're going with that, but <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we got to know we we know who those people are, Maggie and her dad. Yes. <laughs> all yes. right. Let's see. So we have two minutes. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was saying, okay, we have two minutes uh, to prepare for our Herald, because that's when we right. start doing the Herald. So, it, Chris, Chris is on Discord right now. I, I wonder if he's uh, available. Um, 
Let's see. He was he was he was typing something. <laughs> I'm typing to him. Okay. How did you know he was typing something? Uh, at least on mine, it's it's it says at the bo- like under the chat box, it says if somebody's typing. If you're on that channel, he replied. He was typing to me. Oh. Now he's talking to... He said Watt. We did talk about Watto already. I'm not at home. Okay. Well, I don't have earbuds with me either. I'm going to say boo. Um, Let's see. So, for the Herald, did you, you've, we've, have you been to what, two of these? Um, uh, maybe one, I'm, I'm not sure, I actually don't, I think I've been to one one of these, but I, I, don't, I don't know if we did a proper Herald during that, like I don't, I'm not, it's still not 100% on like how a Herald actually works, but I mean, <laughs> It's, but I guess it's, it's, a, it's a series of interconnected scenes or, or something, right? Like, I mean, yeah, and it's a little bit... There's a structure to it, but I mean, we're... I, I kind of felt like when we were doing it, like, um, that the fact that we, we, we've, we've done so many montages that it makes the Herald easy because it's like we're pretty used to having to do whatever, whenever. But basically, so the... Um, it has a structure, and I think that mainly the structure is because it makes you do things that are needed, and, I'm, and I think that's what made sense to me. Like, or it, you ha- like, if you're good at doing a herald, you're like good at doing all the improv stuff, I think. So hmm. it starts out with the open opener, and I think um, for the opener, we'll just do. Oh man, I don't know what it's called. We'll just do the one where it's. Uh, we'll kind of do like. Um, what is, it, what is it when you, you, you say a word and then you say the first thing that comes to your mind? Um, it's basically like that. Free, associa- that. free association? Or something. I don't know. You can also just, you just free associate from the last thing you heard pretty much. And then we listen to themes mm. and stuff in there. Um, uh, and then we try, we try eventually to like, you kind of free associate and, you know, if you say boo and we're talking about ghosts and, and other stuff, and then maybe later we'll be talking about, we'll free associate, free associate, and maybe we'll be talking about drinking, and then you'll say booze, and then you'll say boo, and then we'll get back to the idea that we started with. It's kind of the thing to do. So that's one of the types of openers. But the openers are just idea generators, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've done, I think we've done that one. We've done that one on here. Um, but that one's just like kind of a free association thing. So, but then... What's important is that for the Herald, at least, like you want to be using the stuff you did in the opener because that you did it and you performed it in front of people. So it happened for a reason. So then you do after the opener, you do three scenes um, and they're based on things that you pluck from the opener um, to kind of whatever, inspire them. 
And the way we'll probably do it, it'll just be two-person scenes, and that we won't cut or do anything like that. During them, we'll just do two-person, three two-person scenes, um, mm -hmm. based on the opener. And then, and so, and so, like to start the new scene, we could you could just, you know, you just do the new character, the first line of the next scene each time, and don't say cut or anything. Just basically convey to me that it's a different situation and whatever, um, okay. in with your line. And. Uh, because I guess the goal is to do to do the whole thing without giving any uh, whatever side commentary to to what we're doing the whole time. Um, and then so the next thing is the group game, and that one for me was always the most complicated. Like, it's like what are you talking about? Because the, the word game is used all over the place in improv to mean different things. And essentially, right. the group game. I mean, it can be like literally any game that we've played in some sense. But generally, um, it can be like a group. Could, I mean, if you're doing this with more than two people, it could be a group scene where everyone is in the scene. Because in those two, in the first beat with those three scenes, those are generally two to three person scenes when you have like six mm -hmm. people or whatever. Um, so the group game is something that involves everyone. Sometimes it's stuff like, um, like monologues, like everyone is like in a line and they step forward and you like give a monologue like in character. And it's kind of related to it's kind of inspired, I think, by the Herald generally at that point. And then, so it could be like giving a monologue about an in-character about stuff. Or it could be, um, we, the, the, way, the kind of default we've been doing is sort of like, um, so we, like we left a bunch of like messages one time. Like, I guess we've done that as a game too with, with Eric. But like, you know, like these are answering machine messages or, or we've pitched movies each time or something like that. So it's something that's more of, more like that as opposed to being a scene. It could be a scene with a group with a larger group of people, but I think mm -hmm. it, the, the point of the group game is to break things up, um, to have a kind of different sort of. Um, I yeah, I think there's more like you know it's sort of those wordplay stuff or just making up different things or it could be a bunch of commercials or something like that. So it's different from scenes, you know. Um, mm -hmm. So then after the first group game, then there's another set of three scenes, and those are. You can look at it a couple of ways, but one of the ways to look at it is the next three scenes are they're a continuation of the first beat of three scenes. So uh. in, in the second beat, the first scene, it should be either like a time jump of the, that first scene, meaning, you know, you go ahead in time or back in time or whatever, um, but, you know, maybe with the same characters or not. Or you can kind of do something that like reflects or is kind of similar to that first scene. So it should be clear hmm. that this is that it's now a continuation of that first scene, and you do okay. that with all, and you do that with three the, the, all three of the scenes that happened before. Okay. So, okay. So yeah. All right. So yeah. So you have like a set of three scenes, and then they recur again after the what you the group game, right? Is that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then there's another mm -hmm. group game. And then there's uh, the the third beat, which is basically you're closing it. You're closing it, so it can be one big scene that uh, like has all all of the previous scenes kind of showing the connections between uh, all the other scenes that happened. So, and you want it to be like logical, but you that's the the third the third beat is when everything kind of comes together. You could the third beat could could also be a third continuation of the three scenes and just kind of close them up sort of 
but there should generally be connections shown between them. Basically, I think every yeah. time we've done, it, we've done it, it's been one scene where we just now mention the connections between the three, the three scenes from, from the first two beats. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And why, and mm. why is it that way? Like, okay, so I said, like, it's, to, it's because it's things that you need to do in improv. Like, so I think, the, of course, the first beat of three scenes, that's just, like, you're working on starting scenes and making them interesting. The group game is, you know, tackling something different where you're working as a, as a larger group and you're kind of playing with ideas more than having scene work. Um, and then the second beat is... The, is working on the skill of continuing scenes. Like you may have been doing the scenes earlier, but now you need to think about how to heighten it or you know, give the audience something else about that scene. And there needs to be something else going on. So you're, so you're like continuing a scene at that point. Then the second group game is like the same thing as the first. And then the third, then closing, you're a third beat, the third beat you're really working on the connections part of improv and you know, they're, they're, they're unrelated, right? So they, but what are the connections that are there? Mm-hmm. Good. And also it was like, you know, invented by Del Close or whatever, or they worked on it, <laughs> and there's history with it and stuff like that. Right. But, yeah. yeah. Most improv schools will, like, the their higher, like, levels will work on just doing improv, or just doing, just doing improv, just doing heralds. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just opened up that um, PowerPoint that Derek linked to at some point, and uh, yeah, like I'm, I, like I'm, I guess I'm looking at like that chart of the like the third, first, second, third beat, and then the three scenes inside of that, and in between, and yeah, okay, so yeah, that helps. So it helps. So like, yeah, so as you're building it up, you're heightening, you're trying to connect. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's really, part of it is just, I mean, just knowing the order of it, just as it is, is a thing to get used to. But once you're, once you understand that, then you're always just thinking about where you are. And I've, I've never gotten particularly lost while doing it. Mm. I'm looking at that, that like graphic he has in there now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there. Opening first beat, group game second beat, group game third beat. Blackout. Yeah. Um All right. So, okay, so he says so normally you said it starts with some free association. Yep. I think it's called the pattern game, which is the first one on that little list. So we'll just you usually like, I guess when teams do these, they'll go like someone will go out front and start doing one of those things, and then you will know what they're doing. But we'll we'll just go with the pattern game, which is the free association. Okay. So it, it does work like a little bit in a, you try to do it a little bit in a circle to try to get back to where you started too. Mm. All right, are you, are you ready? I think so. We'll give it a 
Give it a, the old college uh, try. Yeah. I was going to get the solution from Space Vaquero, but I'll, I'll leave him alone. Okay, I'm just going to get what, a single noun, and then we'll go. Okay. Network. Network. Channel. Social. Network. Facebook. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Mm. Nerd. Uh, comic books. Superheroes. Marvel versus DC. Rivalry. Family feud. Mm. Oh. The something in the McCoys. <laughs> Hadfield. And ah, the Hadfield. Civil War. Marvel. E. <laughs> Yeah. Abraham Lincoln. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> word on face. <laughs> uh, Yoda. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Master. Slavery. Servant. Slavery. Yeah. <laughs> Troubled past. Antebellum. Mason Dixon. Underground Railroad. Harriet Tubman. Network. Mm. I, I, I love the way you're uh, shining up that rifle. Something fierce there, Jed. Well, you know, I, uh, when I'm out there patrolling in the fields i want i want my gun to look as good as it can i just jed i i sure like the way that it's it's just so shiny you can like spot you from easy from 100 yards off and it just says to me how great you are at keeping that rifle clean yep i mean uh when I see the enemy, I want them to know that they are being, uh, they are engaging with someone who has uh, the cleanest rifle in the land. Well, they should feel honored to be gunned down by you, Jeff. Yep, I mean, uh, when I when I put my rifle up, they they can see it from like you said from 
far away. I want them to, to know that I'm coming. Yeah. For, for them. And and them McCoys, they they don't know what's what. They can they don't got these delicious carrots that we got that are so great, <laughs> right, right? Oh yeah, I I mean those uh those boys over in the in in on that side of the Mason Dixon, they, they don't know what it's like. To have a nice carrot stew. No. I swear, I swear, Jed. If I see any of those those McCoys, I'm just gonna bite right into their throats like they're a juicy carrot. <laughs> well, hold on there now, Jebediah. We, we, you know, we, we, we have to, we have to wait until uh, we, you know, we. Uh, Get the word from uh, from old Bill Hickok before we can continue our blood feud. Ow. I hate that that old sheriff moved on into town and decided to give us laws and regulations regarding our feud. Well, I mean, it does it does make things a little. A little more, I don't know, you might say orderly, um, you know, before you would walk into town. And, I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't know, uh, where, you know, where those McCoys would be hiding. They might just pop out from behind the, the trash can and, you know, just mm. so spook you. No. Ah, those lousy McCoys always spooking me from behind the garbage cans with their dull, dirty, filthy rifles that you can't even see the sun's reflection in. <laughs> well, they, it, yeah, I, I bet you they don't keep their rifles clean because they're so ugly. They don't want to see themselves reflected in it. That's right. They're just... <laughs> They 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 don't want to see anything. That's why they never eat the the nutritious, wonderful vitamins out of these carrots like we do. Because they're just trying to not look at their own ugly, uh, tooth-filled mouths. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, uh, of course we uh, we Hatfields have the best eyesight in the in this side of the Mason Dixon. Um, all right, uh, okay, Hulk, listen, um, you, uh, we were fighting, um, <laughs> the Black Manta here, Hulk, and you, you punched, you punched that bank right in the face. <laughs> you punched that bank, Hulk. Well, me, for us. me don't hold back on DC villains. Hulk, go ape shit on DC characters. Yeah, yeah Hulk, I, I heard you say that when you punched Gorilla God's 
Gorilla Grodd's checking account in the face when you punch the bank. Hulk, Hulk need to diversify assets. Hulk, yeah. Hulk need to buy more bonds and stocks. Yeah. Hulk, I... Uh, I, I heard you. I did hear you say that earlier as well. I mean, you know, as, as Captain America, I got to tell you, Hulk, that uh, banking, the banking institutions in this country are important. They're the backbone of the economy here, Hulk. We can't, we can't just be ripping through them like tissue paper, like the flim, flimsy tissue paper that they print DC Comics on, Hulk. Hulk. Hulk no understand. Hulk only understands smash. Uh, uh, you know, you know, you know, Hulk. I've I've spent so much time in, investing, if you will, my time in you to try to explain these basic things to you, and and you never seem to be saving up or earning interest on any of these important, you know. <laughs> ideas that I'm trying to convey, Hulk. <laughs> you, your ideas, not real. You're not real. You're what? Bruce Banner. Hmm? You are figment of Hulk's imagination. Oh, Hulk! How can you? First of all, Hulk, when you wake up all of a sudden. And, you know, while I'm talking to you, Hulk, do you, you think you could put down that mailbox? That's another institution that I'm kind of actually proud of. But um, who do you think puts those pants on all the time that you all shred up and the shirts you always tear to bits whenever you turn into your – you don't even know this. You, you turn into your Hulk. You turn into the Hulk, Hulk. Hulk, Hulk knows that pants have plot armor. Oh. Pants never rip all the way. Hey, you know, now you now you sound one of like one of those terrible DC writers, Hulk, who are, <laughs> who are just pulling pulling ideas out of their out of their butts and and quite frankly don't respect important institutions that we here with Marvel safeguard all the time. But but Marvel is but Marvel is a uh, break fourth wall all the time. Yeah, I, yeah. Deadpool, Marvel. I've, I've. Um, by the way, Hulk, that 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 particular mail you're destroying right now—that is federal mail. Okay, so that's a federal offense. Just, I'm just saying it to you, Hulk. That those are the laws of this country. Um, but to address your comment about, um, oh, the fourth wall. Look, Hulk, that's not an American institution. Okay, right, audience? <laughs> wink. So we can break the fourth wall if we. That's not. That's the fourth wall. It's gross. It's European. It's it comes from. Uh, it's an immigrant. Okay, to our fair land, Hulk. Huh. Hulk never thought of it that way. I mean, Hulk. Hulk. Hulk technically, you did think of it that way because I am you. But okay, sorry, go ahead. Uh, you make Hulk confused. But Hulk confused. Hulk get angry. Oh. I know, Hulk. I mean, 
I, okay, well, technically, again, I don't mean to bring you down on all these technicalities, but I think it is these details are a lot of the things you're missing, is that you have been angry. That's why you are yourself right now, and then what, that why we're you and we're not me right now. But what happens if Hulk gets reverse angry? Sure. Go, go, uh, please do. Please do, Hulk. Okay. Hulk not going to be angry because Hulk is so angry that doesn't want to be angry. Uh, What happened? What happened? Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, I guess, I guess. Well, thanks a lot, big guy. I guess I'll just start picking up all these envelopes, you big jerk. Uh, now, uh, uh, Maisel, um, I've noticed like uh, something a little bit different in the witch's brew. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of witches. There's a lot of um. Uh, wart juice in your witch's brew, Maisel. Oh, you noticed. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I thought I'd add something a little different to uh, spice things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I mean, we have cookbooks, <laughs> uh, witches cookbooks for a reason, Maisel, and you're kind of I mean, you're, it's definitely, it adds a kick, I'll tell you, but it's really like a, like a donkey kick right to the face. It's a lot of wart juice. Okay, well, I mean, there is maybe a few extra eyes of Newt in there, too, and you noticed that. I, well, you know, when I noticed that, I went to go down to the Newt cellar the other day, and none of the Newts had any eyes. Usually it's just eye of Newt, not... Eyes of Newt. Well, I, I mean, I mean, I figured if one one eye, you know, is 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 that good? I mean, right? Why not? Why not try? You know, just bring it to the next level. Maisel, you're part of a coven of witches here. Okay, there's other witches who need to be making brews. Okay, to make princes fall in love with them or to cook children in. So <laughs> we, we, you can't be using all of the eye of Newt. I mean, look, look, <laughs> let me open this cellar door here. Look, all these newts scattered about. They don't have any eyes, Maisel. Well, I, they, they, don't they grow back? I, I, I thought, I, I always assumed they grow back. Ugh. Maisel, the Eye of Newt Grow Back Potion requires Eye of Newt to get started, so... Oh. Okay. Hmm. So we're just going to get have to get more Newts to replace oh, well, the eyes of these Newts. Uh, you, you're, yeah. I mean, that is what I was, I've been hinting at, Maisel. Obviously, you need to get down to the, the, the cave of danger and fire. And, uh, yeah, get, get on over there and get some eyes of, get those newts. That's where they live. 
Well, I mean, okay. Well, you know this. Okay, you know I'm I'm gonna level with you here. This, uh-huh. I I I think we. I just think we need to rebrand. You know, I think we're losing a we're losing a lot of business to 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 witch doctors and warlocks. I mean, people aren't always coming to the witch's coven for all their problems anymore. Right. I mean, I agree. I mean, Maisel, we could have bought a bunch of Eye of Newt, but you spent all of our money on marketing the other day. I I mean, didn't we get... Um, we got a, a few new customers. Uh, I, I believe there was the 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 the, the town stable boy came in to uh, for a potion to make the horses stop kicking him in yeah. the face when he tries to change mm-hmm. their uh, horseshoes. You know that 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 was a you know we 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 I mean. We've never made a potion like that before. See, we're bringing in some new clientele. Yeah. Now, now, Maisel, now, let me let me read to you the, uh, uh, you know, the the kind of uh, the the note that the stable boy wrote. You know, he he did leave a, a nice note complimenting you how it went. But let me read it to you because I think it makes the point. Okay. Okay. <laughs> dear, dear, dear five, dear. dear Dear Fire and Danger Witches of Scary Mountain, mm-hmm. I just love the way that my donkey no longer kicks me in the face. The potion you gave me was so delicious it bubbled over with Eye of Newt and had so much tangy wart juice that, man, I went back for seconds, thirds, and fifths. And now no animals in the entire country are able to kick with their feet whatsoever. P.S. Well, signed, Stable Boy. P.S. You guys are the greatest. And also, Maisel's kind of cute. Okay, so do you see my point here, Maisel? Uh, well, I hear, heard a satisfied customer... And I think we went above and beyond, and now he's going to recommend us to his friends. So yeah. that's that's customer singular there, Maisel. We're, that that stable boy literally used up all our stock on one customer. Well, that, but but I mean that that's the kind of service we we pro- provide. Right? Is though we want that reputation that we, you know, we 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 have the finest potions in the land. Uh, hi, you've reached the internet internetwork customer service. You are currently on hold because. We have run out of stock of all of our internet building materials. So please remain on hold. Hi. You've reached you've reached the internet. We're sorry to put you on hold, but some Superheroes have been 
wrecking about the place and destroyed a whole bunch of very important wires. Please continue to hold. Are you still there? Do you... If you know your party's extension, you can dial them now. If you are from the family Hatfield, dial 37. If you are from the family McCoy, dial 4... If you are waiting to speak with a representative, please stay on the line. Hi, you've reached the voice mailbox of the United States Postal Service. Currently, voicemail is the only way that you can communicate with us as all of our post office boxes have been destroyed in a, some sort of gigantic epic battle versus interdimensional space mutants. We would like to honor our American heroes for saving us on this day, but please be, be patient with, with us. And if you'd like to exit back to the venue, press four. <laughs> The following is a paid advertisement. <laughs> Hello, I am Dr. Jacquard. I have been working with many patients who have broken through the fourth wall. Hmm. Have you broken through the fourth wall? Do you feel like you are always talking to an audience that you cannot see? Come to me and I will show you how you can remain within your continuity and be happy there. Call me at 446-3491. Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. <laughs> brought to you by the United States Postal Service, who are also using us as a voicemail service. In a world where there is no postal service and people have to deal with talking to each other instead of writing to each other, there's one man who says he has no more. Follow him on his journey. Press one if you know the name of the movie you like to see. Press two if you would like me to break the fourth wall and address you directly because this is actually just someone speaking right now to you directly. <laughs> Why, Jed, those bars they, that old Hickok got you locked up in are the shiniest bars in a jail cell that I've ever seen. Well, I... I take pride in 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 uh, keeping my keeping a, any metal surfaces around me as shiny as possible. You know that. 
Oh, I sure do. I, well, I, I hadn't really thought about it too in depth, Jed, but I guess that rifle of yours was the only piece of metal we got out there on the homestead. <laughs> well, I mean, why don't you come a little closer? I can shine that that brand new fangled badge you got you got there. <laughs> That's right, Jed. Come on up and shine it because. I just murdered good old Bill Hickok. He's bleeding out over on the front desk of the sheriff's office over there. Oh, uh, well, I guess that means you're the new sheriff now. And, well, if there's a new sheriff in town, I figure uh, figures there's going to be some changes. Oh, uh, that's right, Jed. Uh, I, for my first act as a new sheriff, is uh, to um, I'm going to draft some new laws and regulations regarding feuding with the McCoys. Well, what what do you, what do you have in mind? All right. Well, first of all, I would. Uh, uh, would like there to be a law that says no more McCoys. No McCoys well, allowed. I feel I feel like that's a law that could be interpreted in many different ways. Now, uh, do you, do you think? Uh, I think some people might say, well, that means that uh, we're going to drive them out of town, and some people say we're going to kill all of them. Some people might even say we're just going to take all of them and rename them to some other name. Oh. These details are important, Jedi. I do want to address that particular one where you're saying they're going to change their name. Uh, That's going to be the second law uh, regulation. No, No name changing if your name is McCoy. All right. Yeah. Once a McCoy, always a McCoy. You know, you can't you can't take the McCoy out. Of, you can take the McCoy out of the town. You can't take the town out of the McCoy or something like that. I, I don't know. I I, I, I might have to a, rethink the logic on that. But you're you're doing a great job of filing through the bars in that jail cell. By the way, Jed. Yeah, uh, well, you know, I, I, I thought that if you were going to let me out, you would have done it by now. So I figure I'm just going to maybe take it in my own hands here. Um, I mean, you do have the keys right there. Uh, I mean, you did. I just I just watched you pick them up from the body of the sheriff and you're just kind of dangling them in front of me there. So, um well, I wanted to honor your your hard work there, Jed, because you know, as the good book says, uh, you know, those who work for themselves uh, do that a lot and do a good job. Ephesians twelve. Well, uh, well, <laughs> Jeb and I, I, fig- I figured you would you would bring out bring out the good book on this one. I mean, uh, you. Uh, you you are certainly right uh, that uh, I I I shouldn't have uh, you know assumed anything. I mean, you are the new sheriff. I suppose you have to uphold the laws and all that. And you know, I was already in jail at the time, so it's kind of grandfathered in 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 a sense. 
Yeah, but I, God bless his heart. Our our grandfather is dead, shot like a <laughs> like a runaway rabbit by those awful McCoys. I want to bite yeah, that I, like a yeah. rabbit. I mean, I mean, you can cook cook him cook him in with some carrots like a stew. Mm. Oh yeah. This talk of carrots makes me uh, miss the old homestead. But I did want you to do one thing for me there, Chet. Could you... I did decide to bring out the good book here. Do you just... I think we could just streamline some of this government-creating process if you just would scrawl the word, these are them laws, onto the cover of this here good book. Well... I mean, I mean, Jebediah. If we start running the town according to 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 the literal interpretation of the good book, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but I know how much you love the fried shrimp uh, with your carrots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, love, I love them fried shrimp. I pull out of the Tallahatchie Creek. Close to our homestead. Well, well, you know, in this, in the good book, it does say oh. that he, he, he who uh, eats uh, eateth of the shellfish uh, is an abomination unto the Lord. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but uh, mm-hmm. well, I, I mean, you. <laughs> I well, I'm Jed. I'm glad you you got my black back. And boy, that <laughs> Bill Hickok's corpse over there makes me remember that I did commit the act of murder. I'm also going to have to repent for eating all those <laughs> shrimp, too. Well, ha- well, I, f- I figure if, if we're going to be committing all these sins... And we're gonna be paying for it in, in in the afterlife. I figure we should be making the McCoys commit sins too, so that you know, because why should they be able to get into heaven when we can't? Right. So I so, see what you're saying. I read you. You so think instead, we we should let them pump us full of lead? Then they would be the ones committing the the murders, and then they would be judged at the final judgment. Yeah, and and you know, and then once we're dead, and uh, you know, just to set things up, you know, they if if when they go back to their homes, if there's some a nice juicy sh- shrimp dinner waiting for them, oh. they might just bite into it, celebrate, the, killing us, and. Well, there you go. There's another sin. All right. Well, Jed, I, I see you filed your way through that cell door. Let's uh, let's run on down to Tallahatchie Creek and get this plan <laughs> going. All right. Okay, uh, Hulk. Look, okay, we have a big meeting at uh, Avengers Tower, okay. Look, I was a little bit nervous and, and I turned into you, but we just we just gotta brush our teeth. We gotta put on a tie. 
we just got to get out there, Hulk. Come on, let's let's do this. Uh, Hulk, Hulk is Hulk. Don't care about hygiene. Oh, well, Hulk, I can tell that. I I can literally see stink smells, Hulk, coming off of your body in the mirror. I can't smell them because you're using the nose right now, obviously. But I can see the stink well, how, smells. How can you see the stink lines? That's break the fourth wall. Oh, I, I, Hulk, this is another one of those details that we did go over, but here in the Marvel Universe, we do break fourth wall. Uh, how confused. Hulk oh. don't know what to believe in anymore. Oh. Hulkly, you should believe in this. You need to you need to squeeze that toothpaste tube from the bottom, okay, Hulk? You're just crushing it all. You're just crushing it, Hulk. But well, Hulk's uh banner squeezed toothpaste tube from the middle and it made Hulk mad. Oh, look, Hulk, I, I admit it, okay? I can, I can be, okay, even though you're the bigger man here, Hulk, I can be the bigger man in a metaphorical sense. And uh, listen, I was just, I was in a hurry. We have to get down to Avengers Tower, Hulk, okay? That's, that's what happened, yeah. but can we just move on. Uh, why, why, why Banner wants to impress Avengers anyway. Well, okay, you're right. That's a that's a good question, Hulk. Well, <sighs> I have been trying to build a uh, gamma ray machine, Hulk. That all right? You're not gonna. I don't know how you're gonna react to this, but it would. I'm gonna build a gamma ray machine to mellow you out a little bit, and I need a little bit of funds from the Avengers. What? Well, why? Why you say all science words? Hulk oh. don't understand. Okay, Hulk, Hulk, yeah, Hulk, okay, Hulk. It's gonna be a machine that's gonna it's gonna mellow you out and like you know maybe give you some time to sort of think things through a little bit more and and Hulk, process. Hulk no, Hulk no like think. Oh, well, well. Hulk, I, I I know you don't, but I mean, I always felt like you were the type of person who would try new things, Hulk, you know, instead of always mm. just being a, a smash everything. I mean, I've seen you crutch and stomp, you know, you, you branch out from time to time. Well, Hulk no like say this, but Hulk always wanted to try interpretive dance. Hmm. Oh, 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 well, okay, Hulk. That sounds, I mean, I'm, I'm actually totally fine with that. If that's what you want to do, we can make some, up some time after our meeting at Avengers Tower. Maybe I spur, uh, maybe I zap you with a little bit of a ray that could maybe make you focus a little bit, and then you can go for a little bit of a dance. No, Hulk, 
Hulk do oh. dance for Avengers, then oh. Banner get to talk to Avengers. Oh, ah, Hulk. If you did that, I feel like that would be one of those uh, silly uh, once a quarter Marvel gag comics that they always release instead of the normal serious kind of uh, adventure comics that are the usual kind of things they produce. If if better no agree, Hulk destroy another mailbox. Oh, look. Oh, oh, okay, Hulk. Look. Okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna oh. give this to you. Dan- dancing is is a very American. The you know the jitterbug, the swing dance, lots of different types of dancing have are are American institutions, Hulk. So. Look, I, I, I mean, I want, I want to do this with you. I want to get it done. Hulk don't know about a American institution, but oh, Hulk, Hulk can destroy American infrastructure. Hulk, c- come on! You just, you're just crushing that bottle of cologne you're putting on now. I mean. Come on, I mean, you're not even really making your point. That's that's French cologne, Hulk. Hulk, Hulk tried to be sophisticated. Mm. Hulk tried to understand other cultures. Mm. I, I appreciate, I, I do, I really do appreciate that, Hulk. And uh, I, I do want to let you know the other thing on the meeting docket is to understand the culture of DC Comics, and I want you to go uh, present with me on that one, Hulk, because you do understand other cultures. What, what is Hulk version of DC character? Um, uh, oh, I'm just uh, a Hulk. That's how I think sometimes. Don't, don't mind that. Um, uh, 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 oh, 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 Hulk. Oh, wait. Well, this is an enemy, but I think dead. Uh, what's that guy who killed Superman? Doomsday. Doomsday sort of basically the big strong guy. No, not the same. He's a villain. Dooms- <laughs> Doomsday. Dooms- Doomsday have complex, able to form complex plans. <laughs> oh, well, Hulk, I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, I think I, I, you know, Bruce Banner should be represented also in that, you know, in sort of the amalgamation and that. I, I, I'm, I, I, I am the one who makes the plans here, Hulk. What about Bizarro Superman? Bizarro <laughs> Superman kind of like Hulk for real Superman. Right. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not sure about what, <laughs> like, you know, uh, what the outcome here uh, on how we come down on this goes. I mean, I don't, I don't know the, <laughs> the ramifications here, Hulk. <laughs> that's what you want. I mean, we can be the reverse. We can be the Marvel version of Bizarro Superman. <laughs> Does that mean we... Banner and Hulk permanently separate into two beings. 
okay, Hulk, I don't... There would have been a setting on the uh, gamma ray device that I was going to put together that that could do that, and I suppose I could, um, you know, mark that setting, uh, you know, the bizarro Superman setting on the gamma ray device, if that's what you want. Hmm. Hulk, Hulk willing to give it a try. <clears throat> Oh, hey, you know, Theodore, let me tell you, if you, when you're, when you're casting your spells and, and uh, doing all your hijinks, go wild, Theodore, because we're warlocks, okay? We can make anything appear out of nowhere. We don't got to worry about. What stock what? at all? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, it's uh, it's great being a warlock, isn't it? Yeah. It sure is. But you know, you know, you can, you, you know, you can close those cabinets, Theodore. You don't gotta worry about about storing things in there. Don't don't bother yourself with that. Oh yeah, just just infinite. You know, it, it it really, you know, it really seems like the fact that we can create infinite amounts of anything. Uh, you would think that there would be no poverty or anything in the warlock world. And yet there <laughs> kind of is. Well, you, you know, uh, it's sort of a lot of cosplay in Theodore. I mean, warlocks <laughs> are sort of just willing to... <laughs> Step into roles for quite a long time. <laughs> look, look, okay, uh, Theodore. I've I've actually been considering this whole thing, and I think it's a curse, actually, Theodore. It's probably what's going on. That's yeah. You know, it's that's that. It's kind of strange that you put it that way. Like you know, like we we warlocks should really really have no problems at all with anything, really. I mean, just no scarcity whatsoever. And yet, we just can't... We can't get it together. No. no I, well, Theodore, case in point, I mean, you're saying this to me while you're washing the dishes. You know what we do with the dishes, Theodore. We throw them out the window because we don't, we don't need to keep those or wash them whatsoever. Oh, Right. Yeah, I, I guess it's just a force of habit. I never thought, you know, I, I never thought of it. I never thought that, you know, I'd just do it. It could be a right. curse. You're right. It could be a curse. Maybe, maybe we're cursed with having some kind of obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, dishwashers don't make that much money, but in a couple of minutes here, I got to go out to my dishwashing job. Uh <laughs> And to be honest, I don't, I, I don't have enough funds ever that I feel like I feel secure. I don't ever feel secure. So in my off time from the dishwashing, I conjure up some extra money. But I don't know. It still just makes me feel insecure. Yeah, I mean, you, you'd think that, uh, you know, you that even if you had a, you know, even with a job like this, you'd, you'd think like, oh, you know, it'd be easier if I just... Uh, 
you know, throw out these dirty dishes and make new ones. And then, and you know, your, your boss wouldn't know the difference, but you know, you actually just, you wash them. Here, oh, Zimazam, kabam! There you go, Theodore. I just conjured up some more dishwashing soap for you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, I just, yeah, I never get enough soap, really. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, we don't have to worry about not having enough dishwashing soap because we can conjure anything. <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, you know, speaking of conjuring things, uh, I, you know, uh, Albion, I, 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 I heard the witches have uh, started uh, to rebrand themselves. Did you hear about that? Well, uh, yeah, actually, Barnaby Warlock was over here fixing the dishwasher the other day, and uh, he, he he did say something along those lines. So. Uh, you know, it, it it really seems like, like uh, those the witches are, you know, like they're starting to, you know, really get it together, you know, like they're starting to really turn their, you know, what's basically just a trope into a business. And they're, hmm. and they're you know, making brews, you know, on demand. Well, now, Theodore, uh, I... I did. I did attend business school for a number of years, but it was. Look, they kept telling me all these things about supply and demand, and I. I just felt those things were just so pointless and didn't really fit into any mental schema I have of how the world works. Since I can just conjure anything. Right. I, I mean. Just, <laughs> I mean, you know, here in the warlock world, it's sort of like infinite supply and. Almost zero demand. Yeah, it's it, it, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of how things work. That's right. And I I said to my 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 professor, I changed his the the graph. I wrote a paper with the graphs that indicated infinite supply, and the professor he gave me an F. Well, but I conjured another paper that said I had an A. So jokes on him. Well, that, you know, I think that, I think part of it is just, you know, the cultural difference, you know, you went to a, a school for alchemists and, you know, they just don't understand warlocks. Right. Well, I mean, you know, none of the warlock schools had any business, uh, they weren't offering any business classes and I was trying to, to broaden myself. You know how I, how I am, Theodore, I'm the type of person who wants to grow and, and who's willing to try new things. Right, you know, I, I, I've always admired that about you, and, and you know, I, I suppose, you know, it's different to just expose yourself to new ideas, you know, like, you know, in al the alchemists believe in equivalent exchange, you know, like if you, you know, if, you, if, if something is destroyed, something else has to be created and vice versa, whereas we just create things infinitely and... Yeah, it's just a different, just a different way of looking at the world. Thank you for choosing the Alchemist Business School uh, for your secondary education needs. 
in this educational video, we'd like to go over our, our various different programs that we offer. But first, I, would, I, I do want to uh, describe to you our, one of our main features of our, of our educational program is that not only do you gain knowledge, but we also, on the other hand, have to destroy something whenever you gain knowledge. And that's the thing we will be destroying is, the, uh, is all of the money in tuition that you will pay to us. <laughs> so some of the programs that we offer include... Uh, fi finding your inner voice through interpretive dance. Hmm. Uh, we also offer courses on managing business supplies in a cutthroat market. Uh, we also offer courses in law and criminology and interpretation of of uh, of local statu statutes and regulations. Uh, we also offer a brand new course in uh, in <laughs> escapes, uh, so that you can escape from. Uh, you can learn from the, the the wise arts of various people like uh, Houdini, who was able to escape from any cage without damaging that cage or leaving any shiny residue, residue behind. <laughs> we uh, c come to our science department where we have a brand new gamma radiation uh, device ready for all sorts of graduate level studies in radioactivity. Also, we have a award-winning program in career development. When you go out on your job interviews, we'll tell you how to <laughs> how to prepare and get fresh, how to freshen yourself up in the bathroom <laughs> before you head out to that important meeting. We also have a, a new adult program for learning civics and civic duties. Uh, understand the role that government plays in your life and how you can be a, a true American hero in your neighborhood. So, so if you're interested in any of these programs, just give our 1-800 number a call. And when you do, please press the numbers 35385321. Oh, okay, Hulk. Look, this, this is this is ridiculous, Hulk. You've you've you're gonna, we're we're out here in the savannah swamps, Hulk. We're we're trying to get to Avengers Tower. We're we're way lost. Uh, Hulk, no good with directions. 
but it's we can just keep walking. Well, well, uh, well, that's a change. I, I, I like how you do grow and change, Hulk. And that's that is a change of the pace of all that crazy hopping and leaping you you've been doing for for the past six or seven comic book pages. Yeah, Hulk, Hulk hopping overpowered like Ang Lee movie version. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I'm impressed with, with that, uh, that reference there, Hulk, because that, um, uh, that cinematography class that you've, uh, you've, that you've been taking, um, that's really been paying off. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Yes. Hulk, big fan of Soviet socialist constructivist cinema. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Hulk, with your, uh, your, your, your newly found uh, textual analysis abilities, uh, what, what do you make here of these here uh, country bumpkins just firing guns at each other like crazy over by that crick? Mm. Hulk don't care about violence, but Hulk smell shrimp and carrots. Mm. You, you, Jed, you gotta fire some, fire your shiny, shiny gun at that big lumbering green one. He's trying to get at our shrimp. Oh, he, I mean, look how ugly he is. He, 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 he's definitely a, a McCoy. Oh, gross. He's got a full set of teeth, just like the law says all McCoys have. Yeah, and he's wearing those tattered purple clothes, pants. You know, those McCoys never had no fashion sense. They, they sure didn't. And, and, and in fact, I remember reading in the good book that the... The color purple is one uh, of sin. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I mean, uh, I, 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 I figure we should uh, then we should encourage them to wear as much purple as possible. Hmm. Oh, you know what, Jedi? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because we need them to sin so that they go to hell and be punished, Jed. I sure like that new textual analysis you're able to do on the Bible. I mean, on the good book. That that class you've been taking over at the university sure has played off. Well, I mean, Jebediah, you know, I'm not normally one to cross over the Mason-Dixon line, but mm-hmm. you know, I I once once I was over there, I. I found myself exposed to new ideas I'd never thought about before, and it, it really changed the way I saw something. Yeah, yeah, I, I sure appreciate these new fancy book learnings you're bringing to our uh, old, just just horrible back backwater backwards customs we have, like firing nonstop guns at our neighbors. 
Well, you know, I, I, I think, I think, you know, with a new sheriff in town, maybe we can bring some change to the town. And, you know, I, I think it was awful nice of you to, uh, to bury the old sheriff with, with a full uh, Jewish ceremony. I, I didn't even know he was Jewish. Yeah, yeah, neither did I, but this, <laughs> but what should have been our clue was this star I have pinned to me is the Star of David. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I guess I just always thought that was a normal sheriff badge, but it turns out it was, it was, it was the, the, the symbol of the, of our Hebrew cousins. And um, we 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 pan we pan back, and we see that this conversation is is happening in a in a cauldron, and there's a bunch of mist around, and and the two witches are peering into the cauldron, uh, and when have been watching the scene. Now, Maisel, you you've put too much metatextual analysis into your brew here. It's 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 getting very convoluted. Ah uh, ah, uh, I. Listen, listen, I told you, we are, are trying some new things out, and this is just, some, you know, I feel like the people today that need spells and potions, uh, they have a, a lot of very intricate problems, you know, it's not simple things like making someone fall in love anymore, now it's, it's just very complex thing questions of self self and identity and 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 these are the kinds of, of potions we need to be brewing for now now Maisel, I, I i think this kind of convoluted programming is going to go over as about as good as a tap tap dancing session over at avengers tower i mean this just is like the stable boys aren't the right audience for this sort of thing well, I mean, you know how much the stable boys, stable boy, likes reading DC and Marvel comics. So I think he's well suited to to just very wild changes in tone and 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 storyline. That 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 stable boy is a dimwit. He's getting all the he's getting all the different character lines and tones and things all mixed up in his stupid head, as if as if there's like two different voices always whispering to, into his mind. Well, that I mean that I I I think that's what it what it takes to be a stable boy these days. You know, you're all you're always talking to horses and. You know, and pretending like they're talking back to you, but are they? Well, I know one thing for sure: they ain't kicking no more. <laughs> well, yeah, we we took care of that, but uh, you know, I, I I think the problem now is that now that all the newts are blind, now uh, they keep bumping into things. <laughs> <laughs> they sure, they sure do, and you know, uh, they're gonna, they're uh, they're gonna have to rewrite that three blind my song to be about newts, I guess. Well, say, what if we, uh, 
what if we create some sort of device that can hmm. bring that can regrow their eyes since we don't we can't use spells anymore or I don't know maybe there's some way to make an infinite number of eyes. Okay, now a, a spell like that, Mazel's gonna gonna require some sort of gamma radiation, and, and uh, 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 I didn't want to let you know this, but uh, some of that ore from the fire and danger cave is just radiating gamma rays. Oh, well, I guess we should have went there earlier then. I guess this cave is a, is, is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, but I, I, I guess a lot of, like, if we had known that information earlier in the prologue of our story, then we <laughs> wouldn't have been able to grow as people, or witches, as it were. Yep. <laughs> I had seen earlier, but I did not take. Oh, but that's oh, great. I didn't hear you. Yeah, I, did. I, 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 I fancily hit the button on my mouse, and then it wasn't on the right spot, and then I was like, "Oh, it's we're still going." Okay, but yeah, that was great. Uh, I was trying to think of a way to bring the warlocks back in, but I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was like, oh, hey, I was like, hey, you witches, you can't learn how to make infinite things. That's our place. That's <laughs> right. As it, tur- <laughs> as it turns out, our our magic comes from radiate gamma radiation, and you're you you're you're using it all up. Yeah, we we've been using science this whole time, and we didn't even know it. I'm so glad, uh, Theodore, that those classes down at the Learning Annex paid off and made you realize where we get all of our our, our ability from. Oh, yeah, and, and you know... Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. yeah, that's fine, that's fine. Basically uh, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 they uh, and they also uh, took a class in psychology, learned how to cure their OCD. You know, everybody grew as well oh, yeah. as what we're. <laughs> yeah, much like the Hulk grows when he transforms, or the Banner grows when he turns into the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was he, great. He grows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was I was just gonna say that the being Hulk and Banner was great. That was great. <laughs> yeah. And like, like this, like strangely, like patriotic banner, like, like yeah, like, well, <laughs> he's a super American superhero. I don't know. I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna be Steve Rogers, that's who I thought I was for a while, but oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. At some, at some point, yeah, at some point, I just, yeah, I don't, yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah, this, this was good. I, I feel like I have a better understanding of the Herald now, so yeah, so yeah, well, definitely. we did it. I think we. We did it pretty well. Yeah. yeah, we followed the form definitely. Yeah, so I mean, I, like I, I sort of like let you sort of lead the scene changes this time, mostly because I just wanted to make sure that I was following the form properly and stuff. So, so yeah, but and but, we did kind uh, of the two different. We did two time jumps, and then the other one was like 
I don't know. It wasn't even analogous. I, I don't know, but it was just like exploring the world of the witches with the warlocks is sort of a different sort of, you know. Yeah. So. No, that was that was good. That was that was good to kind of get it into a, a different because we talked about how there's other competing forms of magic. So yeah. 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 The important thing is that that third scene from the first beat is connected to the third scene in the second beat, and like the, uh, it makes sense of how it, what the connection would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, yeah. So, the whole thing was great. We had a bunch of weird, like everything was like a great kind of bunch of characters. We didn't have anything that was just like two dudes or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Yeah. We. I, I guess we were pretty like. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Even. Even. The, even. Just like the idea. Like. Yeah. Like the. The like the the Hatfield and McCoy thing. Like how, just sort of. In in that one, you know, in that scene, like you, you sort of got this whole thing of like the town, like you learned about the town and like and the sheriff and I don't know, like it, it, it kind of expanded out and like, yeah, like, yeah, they, they all had, they all had, they were all these different worlds, but like you put them together and it's like, I don't know, it's just fun to kind of see how they how they do have things in common or whatever because how they are they're all like on the same network all networked together <laughs> yeah and they all uh they all struggled with the idea of having like they were uh they had they were closed-minded about something but then they expanded their viewpoint <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well so they, yeah uh, <laughs> they all changed which is like having yeah. yeah having your characters grow is something even like tv shows have problems with it's just i don't know mm. yeah no true yeah so having an arc i think that's a good exercise i mean i can definitely see why the herald is sort of seen as like the kind of uh the master form for improv i guess so. <laughs> Yeah, because things yeah. Have, like that's part of the second beat. Things have to have changed. <laughs> no, I have yeah. yeah. <laughs> hmm. That was that was good. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Good. No, just um, have to say. Yeah. No, I was, I was, yeah, I was, you know, thanks for putting on this thing today, because I know, like, if you hadn't, it probably wouldn't have been one today, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I guess. And, th- um, and thanks for, thanks for coming, because I was going to do yeah. it by myself. I was, uh, oh, yeah. I a one-man herald. Yeah, I said to Derek, <laughs> if that happens, whoever is, I don't know if he remembers or if he wants this, but it's true to me that if there's one person, they have to do it by themselves. Just putting oh, that wow. out there. Well, I mean, that, yeah, that'd, that'd be interesting for sure. But, but it's probably more fun. I mean, it can be fun to have a one person see me, but it's, you know, at least having somebody to play off of. I guess. Yeah. Well, I've know I've read about people like I've read about people doing one, one person heralds, um, and actually on YouTube, I saw this woman do a, a, like a one person kind of show thing and like, it's pretty impressive. Mm. So I don't know. It was something I, I've always yeah. had the idea of like, I want to try to do that at some point, but mm. I don't know. Yeah. So if, so if it does happen and you probably learn stuff from that too. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like it's yeah, it's kind of like the ultimate acting. I mean, the one man show in general, sort of like yeah. yeah. Well, even the two person but... Harold, like like I can see people not wanting to do that because usually you do it, like clearly it's made for a minimum. I think of well. I mean, you can do it has however number like we just said, but like it's meant for like six people clearly because you're doing two, three two-person scenes. Mm. So that that's really yeah. kind of the ideal minimum, and then probably like around eight or is probably like a maximum. But then you'd have to some of those scenes would probably be three people or something, or mm-hmm. or the one person who wasn't if like one person wasn't in the scene, I guess they would lead a group game, which is another way to, to do it or something. But mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, yeah, I've, I've been meaning to go to more of these ever since Derek like started, but uh, it's like I'm I'm usually tied up on Sundays. Although I'm after like next like after next week, I might have more time on Sundays. But uh, but yeah, I'm glad I had a chance today. So. Yeah, awesome. But, uh, I'm really, yeah, I'm super glad okay. someone came. And, um, <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, I'll, we never I'll, answered fully answered Lemuel's question, but it's okay. <laughs> what? Um, what was he doing? Lemuel. Oh, the telephone. He was being bullied. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. No. Uh, we'll just okay. hang up. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh. uh Thank right. you everyone for yeah, thank yeah, you everyone yeah. for listening. Yes. And let yes. get out of here. Sandwiches and warlocks and Hulk and Banner. Please continue to hold.